I hate it when I accidentally like things on Facebook. It's so it's embarrassing. So what is the what happens after you accidentally like something and well, then you unlike it immediately? We this should is, test something because like I don't know if 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 I liked it and then unliked it. I don't know if the notification will a, go away. It should be one minute. Well, because there's like, always that like creepy one where it's like, oh yeah, so so and so liked a picture of me in my bathing suit from 2017. Like, oh, you know they're going through your photos and jerking it. Oh yeah, like, they're digging, you know they're, they're digging deep. Somebody uh, once told me I don't want to use this. Name. I'll tell you afterwards, but he told me he's like, yeah, once I jerked off to a picture of you your profile picture and i was like okay why would you tell me that first profile of all picture. second of all i'm holding my nephew i'm holding eugene <laughs> i was holding my nephew <laughs> which was even worse nephew. which was even worse he said he jerked off to your profile picture yeah and you were holding your nephew i don't know if he was joking but or... what were you wearing were you wearing a bathing suit and holding your nephew or were you just i was naked like a... holding my nephew <laughs> oh okay classy shot <laughs> it was on my only fans <laughs> Oh no! Oh, so you did. Wait a minute. What did you? You did rumors. I right? did rumors. Oh fuck! That's was a fucking fun? great club. Yeah, it was so much fun. You know what's really cool about rumors is like the comics that are on the show stay and watch the show, and then they hang out and stuff like that. And it's just like, yeah. oh my gosh, it's crazy. And comics like come down to watch. Like it's it's ins- like it shouldn't be insane. Like I shouldn't be blown away by this. But like, not one person came and did a guest spot and then left right after. Like they all, they did a guest spot and they watched the show because they have fucking respect and everyone's gonna be like, well, it's the only show in town. And no, it's not true because We Johnny's is basically like a little mini club right now. And uh, they just have like, I don't know, maybe it was like John Duff that was kind of, and I think Tyler actually like makes them like have a little respect and like. Yeah, I think they, yeah, it's just, it is slightly different. Like the people there do tend to be more like the comics. They're like, Oh, I'm going to check it out. They tend to be more like comedy fans for some reason. I guess, but I just don't, I don't even care. But they're also fans of comedy. I honestly don't even care if they even watched me. I I don't care if they went out and smoked and got high in the parking lot the whole time. It's just like, Oh, you stuck around. Cool. Cause you like want to hang out. Like that's cool. Like if you, if you do a guest spot and then leave right after, especially you don't even say, oh, like, hey, it was good to see you, blah, blah, blah. You don't even have to thank me for the guest spot. It wasn't my idea. But like, I just, it's so, like, it's so How did you like the digital clock? It's, I fucking love that. You love the digital I, clock? Yes, I know that gives there's you like anxiety. A dig, there's a digital clock that counts up, up which is good. I loved it. Rather it was than the down. Best. I don't like down. Down is like, I You're feel gonna like explode? I'm working <laughs> in the chicken coop and my <laughs> shift isn't over yet. <laughs> But uh, the I, it it does freak me out sometimes because sometimes the I'm number like, go up. oh man, like uh, I'm almost done, I think. And then yeah. I look up eight minutes yeah. in. <laughs> oh my god! Like I feel like I'm out of things to say, and I'm eight minutes into this goddamn thing. Oh yeah, that's like yeah, that happened one night where I was like, I I think it was like just the first night because I wasn't hadn't done it in like two weeks. So it's like you know when you have to do it two yeah. weeks, and then you're just like. I looked up and it was 30 and I'm like, what, what, what jokes have I told? <laughs> and then, and you have to do more time there. Like yeah, a little bit. Yeah. He made me do, he asked me to do a couple 45 shows, like on early shows and stuff like that. But you're expected to do like between 45 and 55. Yeah. So it was like, which can get a little weird. It, yeah. But it was, oh, the crowds were so fine. Like they obviously weren't full, but they were like really fun crowds and stuff. And then of course, like as soon as you do rumors, cause it is like, I, I get why, comics in canada want to play this club because they treat you like an american comic yeah they do they pick you up they take you back like you don't have to take a cab anywhere you don't have to take an uber anywhere you don't have to feel rude to ask for a ride like it's a like they put me up in a nice hotel they didn't have the condo anymore but like i it the hotel has a very unfortunate name the viscount gort (laughs) 
What? Is that like the worst name ever? The Viscount Gort. Gort. It was crazy. Ugh. But it's a nice hotel. But like they actually like treat you really well. And it's just like. Like a human lady. Like a human lady. It's so nice. But yeah. And like, yeah, it was just a fun club. And you do so many. You get to do so many shows. I like doing the shows. <laughs> and you were there just Tuesday, one week, right? Tuesday, yeah, Tuesday to Saturday to s- or whatever. So yeah, Sunday morning I left. Or Sunday evening I left. But yeah. Uh, you yeah. definitely get tre- you get picked up in your fu- from the hotel and yeah. like oh hello you're gonna take and me I don't to the even ho- ask for it like I'm just like they're just like yeah we're gonna someone will pick you up and someone will take you back no matter what like I, those comics are like the the most patient because like what if I was like this crazy like I'm just gonna stay out and party all night like I would never expect yeah can you I mean can you imagine trying to enforce the Winnipeg model in Toronto oh we're like, god <laughs> oh god we're like you have to pick up the headliner and then you have to drop the headliner off after oh that set. would never like, happen oh I remember when I moved to Toronto and like the first time I had a, like a road gig I was like uh I can't remember if I wasn't driving and then so I was like so this is my address and they're like why did you give me your address I'm like well so you can pick me up he goes uh no I'm picking you up at Joy Station be there at this time from out there I'm fucking leaving I'm like wow <laughs> Oh yeah, like and then in, but when the Toronto comics come out here, they expect us to drive them around. You have to. I don't have a license. Yeah. You got to drive me around. What time are we going to Grand Prairie? Yeah, yeah, like you couldn't be like, I'll see you there. Yeah. Oh God, no. You'd be. You get a call. Oh right yeah. Away. Like yeah. I, I, I used to have gigs where there'd be a headliner in Cal. We'd be going to Saskatoon. I'm from Edmonton, <gasps> and the headliner would, would be in Calgary. Not have to go to Calgary. No, I wouldn't. But oh. then I would get a call like, "What's up? What's the problem?" Like it was. I think Pete Johansson was in Calgary. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'll see you in Saskatoon because like, yeah. we hadn't been in communication. And then the morning of, he's like, yo, yeah. what time are you going to be here? And I'm like, I will not. I'm not going to be there. Like, it w- it'll add six hours to my trip. Round yeah. Trip. And he's like, yeah, oh, I don't care. You know, I think he had to take a bus or something like that. Or maybe he got a rental car or something. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, the people who booked it were, con- were like, I was the bad guy. I was the person who was doing That's something so wrong in that scenario. That's so fucking crazy. Yeah. We had, I had an issue with a comic once where uh, we said, well, this comic is driving. And then so you have to just let him know two days before what you want to do. He was headlining and what you want to do. And then uh, he didn't contact me. We didn't contact him. We were leaving the Thursday because I was doing a school gig the night before the, the club gigs. And uh, yeah, so we were leaving on the Thursday instead of the Friday. So he calls on Wednesday evening, be like, so, or, or, or Thursday morning, like, what's going on? And they're like, oh, we're leaving today. We didn't hear from you. We didn't know what you were doing. And then he's like, why are you leaving today? The show's all starting to I'm like, well, I wanted to see my family and Kathleen has a show. So we're just going early. And he goes, you're supposed to drive. He got all pissed off. He missed his train to get there, blamed it on me, said I was this evil person trying to steal his headline gigs at Yuck Yucks, Ottawa. <laughs> and it was just like the craziest I've ever, I've never like, the to be a diva in the Canadian comedy scene is insane. Oh yeah. Insane. Because by the time you're touring mostly, almost everybody on that line lineup could headline maybe maybe one couldn't but at least two people on that and so like nobody yeah, is it, like got better ego. you can't have an ego in canada just being on the poster makes it a given that you're not a draw right yeah like if you were if you were a draw you would you you're out of it you're yeah out. you wouldn't be doing yuck yucks if you were a draw even super nice guys are like sorry i'm just not going to do that anymore Or i shouldn't say you wouldn't be doing yuck yucks you'd be doing yuck yucks but you'd be working with the comics you wanted to work with and you'd be you'd like be... working on new material or whatever, yeah yeah new yeah material night it wouldn't be like i'm headlining yeah yeah 
yeah, yeah. So it was crazy. And then he was so mad. Like he didn't talk to me or the other comic for the whole weekend. And then I remember once I was hosting. I was very professional. That's the most awkward thing is oh. when you're on a three-person show and you have to do like, ladies and gentlemen, you're headlined tonight. We, we haven't spoken in. <laughs> 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 We're not on speaking terms. Here he comes. Here he comes. Here's some He's credits. He's one of the best in the business. He's done the same thing. You know, but like, I went off stage and he goes, give it up for Precious, which is a fat joke, oh, which was yeah. so rude. But like the, the, Isn't but the it racist crowd, too? I, I guess I would be racist too a little bit. Racist I don't know. And sexist. But, uh, he, but so anyway, so he said that. And then I like people in the crowd were like, what the fuck? Cause I, they liked me. I did a good job. They liked the crowd. So the crowd and doesn't you don't know. look like Precious. Like you're, well, then I was a little heavier. It's probably I know, about, <laughs> you're not black, right? Isn't Precious black? I yeah, I think he just wanted. You think it was more a fat joke than a any current, other kind of joke. More important to be current fat, right? Yeah, he couldn't go. Give it up for fucking Jan or Rita McNeil or whatever, because <laughs> that's like a '90s fat reference. <laughs> so he went with the current fat reference and just said, "Fuck race." I love how your fat reference was Canadian, keeping it Canadian, <laughs> well, Canadian I, content. We really do have some good fat references up here. We do. We had John Panette, who was a hilarious comedian. Is he from Don't, Canada? Yeah, yeah, he's Canadian. Was he really? Yeah, wasn't he Canadian? Yeah, John Panette was I Canadian. Know. I don't know. I'm pretty sure he was. Uh, and then God canceled him. I know. <laughs> that's what death, he would have liked. He that's what been, death is now. It's God, God canceling has canceled you? you. Well, God has been canceling celebrities left, right, and center. That that Naya Rivera. A lot of that was so up there sad. Oh my God, that was the guy from MythBusters had a brain aneurysm. Did he really? Yeah, there's like. Uh, so many people are getting brain aneurysms. There's something fucking going on. I think COVID might have something to do with brain aneurysms. This is me being crazy. But that ho- that oiler at the beginning of the year died of a brain mm-hmm. aneurysm. All these Colby young Cave. people are dying from brain aneurysms. It's in there. It's our cell phones. Are the wor- I think that's the weirdest, that's, right? An aneurysm. Well, that's the best way to go, though. You just kind of so? drop. You just drop. Just, bye. Bye-bye. See ya. It's not an aneurysm as much as an alien sucking your soul out of your body. Oh, really? That's what it really You is. think I'm weird. Oh, Sean. <laughs> You're like, no, I mean, an alien just stole your Oh, life. wait. He was American. Sorry. Boston, Massachusetts. Oh, he died on my birthday. Aw, that's kind of fun. No, I don't want someone to that's die fun on my triv. birthday. That's fun trivia. He died on my, it was 2014, so I'd have been like my, what, 20? I don't know. I can't do math. So when you were like, yay, he was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> that's the worst part of it. That is the worst part of it. He was blowing up the final <laughs> candle on his last cake. I would love to die of an aneurysm. It's got to be awful for you would love people. It. Well, it's better for the person dying, but not the people around you. Can you A imagine of, that? Like, every I, I should really research, like you know, because an aneurysm isn't suicide, obviously, but like different ways of dying and their pain. You how know, to, like how much they hurt. Oh yeah. Because suicides, like you, you know, you talk to people about jumping off a bridge, and they're like, yeah, basically you're just floating down alive with bam. organ failure like yeah. you're, you know you don't die you just you're floating under you're underwater still alive and everything hurts too much to move so you drown oh <gasps> that sounds off have you heard people have jumped off the high level bridge and it's not and they've got stuck in mud mud so yeah just, i told you about that you told me that, that was bob like, layton that told me that Bob Layton. I'm Bob Layton. Hi there. <laughs> He's a weird Mormon. <laughs> and he batted. He had a. Jo- he said something. Talk about canceled. He would get canceled for his little rants nowadays. Oh yeah, I, I wonder his old if he could rants. He did like some thing where he's like. And he pulled her out of the elevator and batted 300 on her face. 
<laughs> and that was one of the things he told us. Is like that was a funny line of his that he batted that this guy batted, batted three hundred on his. What does girlfriend. that even mean? It means that he missed seven out of ten times. <laughs> he missed her face when he was trying to hit her. That's a very specific. I know it's a fun baseball reference. Yes, you... I, and then he batted three hundred on her <laughs> face. And I was like, batted through. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Swing All right. Swing and a miss. Oh Bingo. Double off the wall. <laughs> oh, my God. Terrible. So that was one of his things. Yeah. There's some people that probably um, would be getting canceled. Do you think comedians should be canceled? I guess it depends on how nice they are. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> like, Chris Talia is, is pretty much because everyone's like, nobody liked him. He was a big, he's a wiener to everybody. But, like, he'll be able to float back into the game, don't you think? Maybe, maybe. Because his problem was more of a, you know, of course, they, you know, it was awful. What he, but it, at the same time, like, he just had access to a bunch of women. Yeah. And eventually you're going to fly a little too close to the sun. To there. the teenage sun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> So that I mean, so I think when guys see the Chris D'Elia thing, they're always gonna think, I could see that happening to me. Like yeah. if you're a guy with access to a bunch of women, yeah. some of them are gonna be seventeen eventually. Yeah. You know, like how many times have I been to a bar with a good-looking guy in his fifties, forties, thirties? They always go home with the youngest girl. Oh yeah. They always go home with a girl who's twenty-one. They yeah. They're not going back. You know, it, that's the great thing about being a good-looking man in your forties is you never lose access. To, to the 21 year olds to the teenage son yeah you don't want to fly too close to it <laughs> no but you want but to asking get to for it. ids is awkward you know what i mean you if you're chris D'Elia, that's a deal breaker right Can you send me a picture of your id please oh Come my on. god that that just shows you you're a little i mean up. i knew a guy in edmonton who was a, ra- a fun radio dj in edmonton who had an alert on his phone for when girls that he was interested in turned 18 no fucking way yeah that's disgusting he would find out like hey when do you like that's disgusting he'd ask for their id and they'd be like huh and then he would like put it in his phone so that a like a is this the one that i would a, know yeah okay so he'd get an alert on his shocking. phone like you know sandra is 18 and then he would like hey, Sa- hey sandy have a birthday yeah. are you fucking kidding me no i'm Good not kidding fucking you. god there's a reason <laughs> that he left this down oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah but it's like the cat radio is like the catholic church right they just take an offender and they move him to a different city and give him a job somewhere else radio is one of those things too where you can really abuse people because you know if you're in a position of power in radio how many girls graduate from a broadcasting yeah and then they're like i want to work at the blah blah and then you can be like you know what i'm bringing you on board you know what i mean like there's a lot of ways you can mess with people that is true because you you know you're lucky like if you're a young girl who just got out of broadcasting school and suddenly you're working at a major market radio station doing whatever task yeah you know you're lucky and they're reminding you all the time like yeah you better do everything we tell you to do million because there's 20 other people behind you waiting for this job that's true and that's can be. oh absolutely like i mean yeah like power dynamic absolutely and and radio is so much like comedy because it's like you don't make money doing radio like you until you like hit like a higher level like of radio then you start making money but like but like if like a like a newer radio dj you're not making a ton of money nothing unless you like prove yourself to be like an asset to the station and even then how do you do that you could be a great dj but if you're on like fort mcmurray classics 
talking about farm reports yeah. and stuff. How do you like, hey, look at, here's my, you know, I'm good at this. And wasn't it like Lori Gibbs who does radio in Calgary that told us yeah. that if you get more hate mail, they they love it. They want you to get a I little know. bit of hate. But who could do that? That's who could awful. Put up with that? Like, like, yeah, like I can't imagine like, like I get annoyed and I'm pretty good at just having like the nice people. I don't have a lot of people coming and finding me because of my comedy and then like being, you're the, fuck you. I think you. that's what some but, people don't understand is like when they're complaining about somebody, they don't realize like, um, you know, the people that pay them like that. Yeah. So if you're, if you go on some page and you're like, we need to cancel this fucking yeah. DJ, like the company's not like, oh my God. Controversy. Someone's take, listening. They're like, Perfect. They're going to keep great. listening to find out. How, the only people who take that shit seriously are like the CBC. Like if you're doing like, they'll read. That's who, hilarious. Uh, when Gian Gomeshi is one of the most horrifying examples of everybody well, ignoring. But he was worth money. So he's in a different, yeah. totally different. I know it's all that sphere. Moxie Fruvis. Uh, all that Moxie. Fruvis. <laughs> all that Moxie Fruvis. Cash. Cash. <laughs> I I just. Well, he he was on another. He was worth money. Yeah. Right. But if you work for CBC and your opinions are not worth cash, yeah, and they're like, hey, you know, we got just got a letter. Please yeah. stop that. Please stop that. Please don't talk. One about letter. That. Yeah, we got one letter. It was well worded. There were no <laughs> spelling errors. Clearly, you're in the wrong. <laughs> Yeah, I used to want to do radio. I would still, like, if, if someone was like, hey, Sean and Kathleen, come do morning radio, we should do it, okay? Yeah, well, and then people would be like, you were supposed to throw it to a song eight minutes ago. I'd be like, ah, oh, music? <laughs> music? I don't think we should do that. <laughs> well, talk radio, I mean, that, you know, you can you can do okay in talk radio. Yeah, like, you know, uh, in Edmonton, 6.30, Chad Ryan Jesperson, mm -hmm. he's, he's awesome. And the best part about it is he's, like, very left center like he's not like yeah. he still will agree with some of the things on the right but he is like because most of 630 Chad is a very right rural listening community well, they've, been, they've been pulled like they used to have Dave Rutherford like yeah. they, they used to be super right wing yeah and now right Jesperson's like he brings in the middle and he'll he will answer like these tweets will be like you're such a cuck and blah 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 yeah, oh, for sure. if and but he responds to them all and he's like thanks so like, <laughs> like barely I'm getting to you which is awesome like that's what you have to do yeah and now they're getting want. listeners from the left so it's like the radio station's like, well, we're not losing listeners because we're gaining others. Yeah, if you're Ched, you know, 630 Ched is basically like a talk radio station in Edmonton that is designated for older right-of-center yeah. people. Yeah. Um, it's and really the only case. place they can go to mm. get their information told their way. But yeah, I mean, at some point, the bosses at whatever, the chorus or whatever the fuck would be yeah. like, these old people are dying. We need some we new need some people listening. People. Yeah. Somebody who's a... Because I mean, you, you if you're a right wing... I mean, Dave Rutherford, fuck. I remember like listening to him on 630 yeah. Chad and he would, he would just bash any left wing politician. Yeah. Like it was just open. Open season. It was like Fox News. It was like Radio Fox News when his show was on. Yeah. It was pretty crazy. Yeah. I think that Brian Jesperson does a good job of like doing... Finding it uh, from each side. I've always like thought he's good at that. He was uh, he was oh, he used to be on the breakfast television show, and I do uh, sometimes he'd let me come on. And one time I went on, and he's like, "Do you want to? Can you like do something? Let's do something fun." I guess because he's like, "I'm not just gonna sit and interview you. I'm tired of doing that." So I was like, "Well, why don't I give you a hangover cure?" So we went. I went to the dollar store and I just bought a bunch of shit, like just whatever, a bunch of shit, and I brought it with me and. Um, so I just made a hangover cure on air while he interviewed me. And it was just like, I put coffee, I put orange juice, I put marshmallow fluff. And then I put like, I put like an egg. I'd like, I put a bunch, it was disgusting, right? And then he was getting emails like, how about don't drink? <laughs> My husband died from that. 
Like, it's a weird how disconnected people can be from reality. Yeah, it's like, crazy. But this so I blended it, and we had to drink it, and that I almost threw up on air. He almost threw up on air. It was disgusting. <laughs> You'd never tried it before? No, I just was throwing random shit in, like, as oh, a joke. And okay, I'm like, okay. oh, let's put in carrots. Let's put in... And then this stuff helps with the, this You're and this. blending ibuprofen. It's a joke. Yeah, it's a yeah. total joke. And then, yeah, we both... And I swore on that. I said shit or something by accident. It's the only time I've... Usually, I'm pretty good on those, like, TV spots where I'm like, I don't swear, but I, I did say shit or something and i was like oh <laughs> yeah my i mean that's the only th- i try to s- my kid swears sometimes and i'll try your to, oldest try to or your them. youngest oldest okay he's like 11 yeah what is his favorite swear word fuck oh of course that's a so good one to start like, with fuck so he's playing video games and going fuck well is he playing with like, other kids yeah. yeah he's playing with other that's kids and they're he he's got his headset on so they're swearing yeah, yeah, obviously yeah, 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 yeah. all the time yeah you know but he's so fuck and i'm like stop saying that like you can't just say that word in here like what was just a word it's not like as bad as it used to be though like i feel like it's not i feel like it's more fuck has become the new shit i can't fuck's the new shit <laughs> because shit is nothing anymore and then what's the new fuck cunt maybe or yeah, i guess so motherfucker i don't cunt know Cunt is still a strong one depends who says cunt right? and the context of what it's used for right yeah yeah if you call someone a dumb cunt then that's rude yeah if daryl mack calls you a cunt oh yeah remember the cunt off at the rocky mountain comedy <laughs> festival there was, was a cunt between off? Stu Hughes and daryl max in the parking lot oh did they, they fought? fought and it was just literally five minutes of them screaming cunt at each other like back you're a cunt no you're a cunt no you're a fucking cunt you're a cunt 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 it was oh, hilarious typical comedian fight it was hilarious typical comedian fight i had a i had a cunt joke early on and i remember like uh one comic pulled me aside he goes you are never gonna get corporate work with that kind of material i'm like okay and then you cried i cried so hard i don't want to i want to get <laughs> two years in you're never gonna get corporate work that's like getting into acting and somebody yeah. seeing your audition tape and being like, you're never going to do commercial work. Yeah. Like, well, I, I don't want to do commercial. I don't yeah. want to sell plates. Yeah. And he and he suggested that I change it to asshole because the joke was like this guy came up and said, I don't mean to be a cunt, but you're beautiful. And then I would say you had me at cunt. But if you asshole, it doesn't yeah, hit as well. It's joke. not it's not yeah. funny anymore. Hey, you need to tone that down to get corporates. Okay. And then how do you tone that down? Like, you know, yeah. I don't mean or to jerk. A, say jerk. I don't mean to be a dick. Yeah. <laughs> You had me. I guess you could do dick, right? You because had me then a dick. You had me a dick. So that's your corporate version. Yeah, I guess so. Dick. Yeah, that's true. I don't mean to be a dick, but you're beautiful. You <laughs> had me at dick. And then you could do this, like a cock sucking motion uh, 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 with uh, your hand. Like, you can do that at corporates? Oh, for sure you can. You can mime cock sucking? You, you can just go, can't say it. Because <laughs> then if anybody's like, that's disgusting, you could be like, it was, a, it was spaghetti. You, I was drinking. It was spaghetti, you fucking idiot. <laughs> I was miming eating spaghetti. Like I eat spaghetti like this. <laughs> oh my god, those are fun. The Christian ladies at the corporates. Oh, no, thank you. I don't want to do corporates. Do you have any big comedy shows coming up? Any um, big career changes? No career changes. I'm still. I'm at the comic strip in Edmonton this weekend. Oh yes, that's right. That's exciting. Huge, huge news. I'm in Saskatchewan for one night. Really? What are you doing there? A show at some hotel that's haunted. Whoa, where's that? Uh, Milton or Minden or is it like a small Mayburn? Town? Yeah, something Saskatchewan, five Way- hours oh, is away. It Wayburn? Not Wayburn. Not Wayburn. No, Minburn. Like Minden. Mid. Mid. There's a Minburn, I think. My head. I don't know. <laughs> there's a. There's a. There's G- an elbow. My grandma was born in eyebrow or elbow. It's probably like. A was she born in the eyebrow? Or the Jesus elbow? dick. Too. Jesus dick Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. The, where the fuck did they get the names? For I the don't town? know. I gotta look up with the name of this town. Uh. What is the name of? I know. Who are you doing that with? 
Benjamin Baus, Easton, Eston? Oh, Esteban. At, no, Eston, E-S-T-O-N. Oh, Eston. Eston. Yeah, I've been at an Esteban. That's where the that's where the beef baron, or no, that's where the beef bar is or something. That's in Esteban. That's where I have a show. If I'm standing in front of a sign that says the beef something and featuring Kathleen McGee. <laughs> Esteban was the... Uh, that was the site of the worst show I ever did. I don't know really? if I ever talked about it on No, the let's podcast. hear about this. Uh, well, I, it was a Christmas party for an oil and gas company in Estevan. Yeah. And the night before, I was there for two nights. And the night before, like, I did well. So I had, like, some confidence of, like, oh, how bad could this be? <laughs> yeah. And then I went up there and... Uh, the guy, you know, this baby was, they hate, first of all, they didn't know what I was talking about. Like I would do a joke and then they wouldn't laugh and I'd be like, oh boy, this is going to be a grind. And then I keep going. And then a baby started crying. Oh no. And then I started treating the baby like he was heckling me. Oh my God. That's hilarious. So I was like, Hey, look, I didn't write that joke for babies. Okay. You don't like it. That's fine. I, anybody in your demographic wouldn't <laughs> care for it. And then that was getting like some laughs. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. And then it would la- cry again. And then I would do it again. I would like, hey, look, you know, if you don't like it, just there's the door. You can get out of here. You know, <laughs> ba- tell that fucking baby to leave. And then the, and the, so it's working. And then the father stands up, the father of the baby, and is like, stop talking to my daughter. Oh my God. Like freaked out. Oh my God. And then the God. whole, and he was like the boss of the company. <laughs> So That's the why whole, the baby was there. Of yeah. course, he would bring. So his the whole crowd shut down oh, for the rest of my set, God. and then afterwards, it was put on by a golf course or something. Yeah. So the the staff was there, and afterwards, I was like, "Well, that was rough." Anyways, Merry Christmas, and they were like, "Yeah." Merry Christmas to you. You ruined no, Christmas. They didn't say Merry Christmas. They didn't. They would not tell me. To have a Merry Christmas. That's how much they hated me. Wow, that's really rude. Because I was going around like Merry Christmas, and they were like, "Have a, have I'll, a good yeah, night." Like it's the most reflex thing in the world. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas to you too. Why like, were you going around saying Merry Christmas? If Hitler said Merry Christmas, you'd go Merry Christmas. Like, well, I guess I was. I don't know. I think I wanted to make sure everything. I would was try okay. to smooth everything over as much as I could, but it, there was no. I escaped out the back door after my very first time. Like, bye. But I don't want to look at anybody, talk to anybody. Yeah, I don't. I have to. I usually do. Like, if I do, if I do well, I leave. Like, I'll be. Yeah. Like, Thank you. Bye. Yeah. If but I if do stay, really bad, then I hover. What? Well, just because I'm like, okay, I'm gonna try to talk fix to this? the person and fix this oh as much as I can. God. But I, I, I don't do that as much anymore. Yeah. Because it just doesn't work. Oh, you don't not want to hang around. No. Like, because sometimes they'll go and do a show and they'll be like, oh, we had so and so last year. And he did really bad, um, but it was because of the pillars, and that like, and they start listing off things that obviously the comedian who the previous year had mentioned were oh, okay. reasons why they bombed. Yeah, they'd be like, "Yeah, he didn't do very well," but it, because we have like three pillars here that people can't Some... see through, and then the lighting. Oh my god, and that's I'm like, hilarious! And I'm like, "Who told you that?" And they're like, "Well, he did." And I'm like, "Yeah, after the show, yes, after <laughs> like, yeah, nobody pre-show is like these pillars this are going to be, be a, a problem. problem. Yeah, nobody pre-shows pillars." <laughs> I don't know. Can we get rid of these fucking uh, things that are holding the roof? Up? <laughs> the bar was called the Blackbeard Restaurant. Love it. And it was the Beef Bar. Oh, okay. The Beef Bar featuring Kathleen McGee. The Beef McGee. Bar with Kathleen McGee. That's one of my favorite um, signs. My other favorite sign was uh, <laughs> Schnitzel Night Huge. And then comedian Kathleen McGee. <laughs> 
I was second billing to schnitzel. <laughs> well, the funniest one was doing Fort McMurray in the beginning when you do like, you know, it still sucks. Like yeah. that Bailey's Pop Roast is garbage. But yeah. like um, that when I first started doing it, people would stay outside during comedy. Like they'd be like lining oh. up in the hallways waiting for karaoke to start. Oh my god! But if they tried to get in during comedy, somebody'd be like ten dollars, please. Oh yeah, yeah, they had to pay. But so now it's become like it is a comedy night and there is karaoke, but it's a blend, or the karaoke yeah. people know when to go now. Yeah. But for a while they would go like it's my karaoke night, and then they would go and it'd be like ten dollars comedy. I ain't fucking going to comedy. Yeah. So you would literally have like eight or ten people inside the venue and forty outside. That's hilarious. So like you waiting were to get in for karaoke. Karaoke was the headliner. And then when you were like, thank you, good night. <laughs> and then you put the mic on, the door opens, 40 people come in like, yeah. The karaoke DJ comes in with his setup and is all ready yeah. to go. Did you ever do karaoke DJing? No. I, I when Before I did comedy, I was like, that'd be fun to do. And then I'm glad I never did it. <laughs> well, because I can't sing. Oh, so I could yeah, never I guess be like, so. Come on, guys. Hey. That'd be hilarious hey, if you were. looking. <laughs> what you got cooking? As about singing a few more songs for me. And the now whole I want you like, to be a karaoke. Hey, sweet lady. Oh Don't my God. You think maybe. <laughs> I guess that would be one of my go to songs. That's, you know what? Everyone has a go to. funky town. In, uh, in Toronto at the Gladstone Hotel, they always had this like karaoke night that was really fun. And like, the guy had like applause. Song. Like the host was like this old dude. He'd wear a tuxedo. It was really yeah. fun. And then. Every like this guy that looked like he could have been in Journey would come and sing a Journey song and be like, "Holy fuck, that's so good!" And then he'd just leave. He'd come oh, in, yeah. sing, everyone would go crazy, and be like, "Going back to my there bachelor was this apartment." Lady that used to do karaoke night in Fort Saskatchewan, and she would stand behind one of the speakers and sing. Yeah, she was so shy, that but she, she would, just like, wanted to she sing. Would come in the back door, oh, and then adorable. stand behind a giant speaker, and then take the mic and go. What was her go-to sing who song? Who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? Some, like something about feelings and stuff. <laughs> and she had like the voice of an angel and everyone's like, well, who is that coming from? Oh. And then she would give the microphone back and then she would walk out. That's so cute. Didn't even have a fucking glass of water. Do you remember that? Everybody was clapping but the owner. Yeah. The owner's like, fuck this bitch. The, uh, do you remember that? Uh, old, we used to go to Sidetrack when it was at the old Sidetrack too. Like when we did their open mic on Mondays and yeah. we, music open mic. And there was that older lady. She had like blunt bangs, gray silver hair, and she would come and she would just like skip around the the dance floor. And she was like my favorite human being. I wish I knew more about her because she skip around. She, well, she would just like not even like la la la, but it would be she would do this weird like dance move, like kickball change, but moving. And she was the best. And she would just come and dance and dance. And like she was like. That was a weird night. Yeah, there'd be like people singing, people yeah. beatboxing. Yeah. And then we're like, can we do comedy? And then they would be like, three comics and that's it. No more. But, but he was always good to us. I've been to karaoke nights where the karaoke DJ couldn't sing. Yeah. And it was like, oof, this is rough. Like, because it's just songs playing. Yeah. So people just think it's a DJ. Like, if you're doing karaoke, you have to be like, I ain't a DJ. Watch this. Hey. You know? <laughs> Good looking. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you're a karaoke guy who's not singing, to entice people. Yeah. And I guess you can be bad at singing, but you can't be, like, as bad as I am. You know? Or you, you got to be, like, comically, like, oh. Yeah, that, you're comically bad. I'm comically you're bad? You're comically oh, bad. Okay. You're not like, oh, my ear's bad. You're, you're funny. Like, look at this guy singing, Aww, hey, good looking again. Sing, hey, <laughs> sweet lady. <laughs> It takes you? me back to my old yodeling days. <laughs> I used to be a yodeler, Kathleen. 
When I was in grade seven, I had a part in a play called Tumbleweeds. Are you for real? Yeah. And I, my name was Trooper Dimbleby. <laughs> of course say, you played I, a cop. Of course you played the Trooper cop. Trooper Dimbleby. And my song was, we're marching off to Grammy Gulch and this is the way we go. 40 miles a day on beans and hay in a regular army. Oh, wow. That was my song. But isn't yodeling more like, oh, loo, loo, loo. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's racist. <laughs> what you did, did is horrific. That's against the Dutch and, people. No, I think Arab. Arab people? No, I wasn't doing that. Oh, you weren't doing. No, I just don't know how to yodel. Oh. I wasn't trying to. I wasn't trying to make fun of Arab people. I was trying to yodel, but my tongue was moving. Yeah, it's your your yodeling sounds like an ISIS behead <laughs> celebration. Post white guy head. I jerked off to your profile picture. <laughs> Some ISIS princess holding a white guy's head. Oh, my God. Oh I, my sorry, God. but I did jerk off to that photograph. <laughs> I just want to let you of know. Of you holding an American soldier's face. Who would admit to jerking off to somebody? Uh, that's a tough one. Well, he, he was obviously hoping you'd be like, oh, my God, that's so hot, and then have sex with him. Yeah, like, that's so hot. Maybe I should make your dreams come true. Do you want me to hold my nephew while you fuck me? <laughs> Oh, Sorry, yeah. That's well, no, I think well, who would hold the nephew? I don't know. I, no one. All right. I don't think <laughs> <laughs> no one would hold my poor nephew. He's, if you had to hold a baby during sex, what would? I'm creeped out when pregnant people have sex. Like, I know it's fine. There's not many go to positions for baby holding sex. Well, I guess you could put, you could be doing a doggy, doggy style, style and then have with the baby the on its back, and you could be like entertaining the baby. Yeah, so the guy the guy's doing doggy style and holding holding the baby. The baby. Yeah, I like that the guy's holding the it. Guy has That's to. progressive, Sean. I like that. I was assuming that the woman would have to hold this. Or if baby. you were a girl who was like, this baby shouldn't see this, you could just do reverse cowgirl. I just find. Have you ever had sex with Jessica? Was pregnant while she was pregnant? Yeah. Well, uh, why wouldn't you? Don't you have... It like, would creep... I just think it's so... While you're like, pregnant? Yeah, because your baby's head's right here and your dick's like <laughs> right here. Oh, there's plenty of space. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not at all worried about poking an eye out. We're not hitting the back of the cervix. We're not even close no, no, to no. that area. Oh, my God. No. The baby be like, what? What, when did that happen? I just It's just weird to me that, I mean, I know it's natural and normal and I'm being weird about it, but like also I've heard that if you are like overly pregnant, what's that called? Overdue? Overly pregnant? Yeah. <laughs> if you, too pregnant. If you're too pregnant, too pregnant just, you have a baby inside you. Yeah, but I heard that if you if you're if you if you're like a week, you're supposed to be have the baby a week, and we still haven't had it. You're supposed to have sex, and you're supposed to come inside so that it can induce labor. Gross. Those little sperm—they're doing work. Couldn't you just put fucking lubricant in there? You tell me, semen is the only liquid that can do the job. Well, I think so because no, I've never no. heard you can I, just I fill her with that. Vaseline and fill she'll it, go straight. Fill her up with some <laughs> kind of fucking lubricant. <laughs> If I was a woman, I would be like, I guess I better fuck this guy because I need semen three inches inside me. <laughs> like, no, no, thanks. I'll just fucking, you know, I'd lose. Well, she it up. allowed that to get into that state. I guess I don't think semen's the only thing that could work. Well, what else would work? I just feel like I've never heard. When have you, when have you ever needed a liquid and thought semen, put semen at the top of your list? Well, never. Because like, I've never oh, been a mother. My or engine oil's low. <laughs> Could you just fuck my uh, engine, please? I need about 10 liters of cum to make it go. I don't know if this is weird. What kind of, how thick is your semen? <laughs> no, I don't think, you don't need to worry. You'll never be pregnant. No, right? I won't. I'm too old now. No, you haven't gone through menopause. 
No, but I'm 39 years old. Do you know, like, this is what I realized I was in uh, Winnipeg. Because people... Go, wait a minute. Can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? <laughs> if you get, like, your... Um, if you get your period early as a girl, yeah. does, do you go through menopause earlier, too? I don't know, because I got my period really young. Grade five. You could be ready for the pause button. <laughs> I don't want to be paused yet, though. I, wouldn't you like to be? It'd be nice to never get your period ever again. But then what happens? Doesn't shit? Don't you get all hot all the time when you're in menopause? Well, just during that little weird period where your body's adjusting hormonally, I guess, and then I you guess. get used to it. I don't know. I just like. Wouldn't you rather not bleed again? I mean, now that I found the diva cup, it's like I don't have a period anymore. Oh God, the it's, diva cup! The, it's changed the game. But somebody has to take it out. Me. Yeah, I'm not so asking still, others. Hey, could you please take my diva cup out? But once you once you don't bleed and you have menopause, do you still have like um like you know because the PMS like you don't have PMS you don't so you're not like emotional and hormonal and angry. Well, you're just emotional for other reasons. Yeah, but it's not it's not on a schedule anymore. It's for real reasons. It's all over the place. Because that's the worst thing about being a woman is you're like I'm fucking really mad about that. Yeah, and then you're like, wait a minute. Yeah. Am I really mad about that? I it's kind of my time to be mad about everything. I was really mad the other day because we got a hose in our backyard and we haven't like we didn't have a thing to wind it up. So like we just basically had been using it so much and it was just all over the place and all tangled. And I was so pissed off and I was yelling at him like, this is supposed to be a kink free hose and this is bullshit. And I'm like, now we got to straighten it all out. I was like, why am I so angry about this hose? And then Adam was he's like, I'm leaving. And he came back with a hose reel. <laughs> which does which does which reinforces my bad behavior so he's, he's a, a bad girlfriend a bad trainer he's a bad girlfriend trainer he uh he's a bad girlfriend <laughs> what'll make you happy right now that's all okay let's yeah. get ice cream yeah. yeah 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 that's what i'd be like as a parent though like oh, <laughs> let's let's get ice cream let's make you happy right now no but yeah, do you that's... know that like if you're over 35 do you know what they call that pregnancy hmm. geriatric a geriatric pregnancy? Over 35 years old, a geriatric pregnancy. I'm like, that sounds like you're like a 90-year-old woman that's about to... systemic misogyny. It is. Cancel uh, science. Everything is getting old, though. Like, I'm feeling... I'm, I don't know every, why that has to be considered a geriatric pregnancy. Right? I guess it's more high risk or something. I don't it, know. But, like, I know more women are having... Like, didn't Janet Jackson have a baby at 50? Like, it's a possible oh, yeah, ability. It's way, I think even if you had a baby now... I don't even. It wouldn't be like dangerous. It's not even about like getting pregnant. Stuff. It's the fact that like I don't want to look after a toddler when I'm no. 42. No. <laughs> like that sounds like a nightmare to me. Yeah. I'd rather get a puppy. You'd be too tired to do comedy. Like you'd be able to do comedy, but you'd be like, I don't want to. I don't want. I'm not driving. I can't. <laughs> Eston, Eston, I, Saskatchewan. No, I'm not doing that. Eston, Saskatchewan. Yeah. No, I would never do that. Benjamin. Hey, man. Is there anybody else available? I had a really <laughs> rough night with the newborn. <laughs> Like, you wouldn't want to fucking go do it. You can't no. take a newborn on the road. You can take Eugene. Yeah, yeah. And, and Dottie. Yeah, but it also is also a mess sometimes. But How are they liking their new yard? They fucking love it. It's so cute. Oh, my God. Do you want? I don't know if I should tell you guys this. Well, is I it told racist? you guys. No, it makes me a bad, bad, bad doggy okay. mom. Okay, this is perfect. Eugene ate one of my pot cookies. From where? It was... I didn't mean to have it on my bedside table. It was in a bag, and then I was going through stuff to find so something. So he got on your bedside table and he had a cookie right off of your bedside table. Yeah, like he is next to my bed. Like yeah. he jumped on the bed, and then it was like, oh, hello. And he pulls so Ate the whole thing? We went grocery shopping, and I come home, and we're unloading groceries. And I look over, and there's like a literal pool of, of brown vomit. Like just. Oh, he puked. Oh, yeah. 
huge. And I'm like, what the fuck did you eat? Like, it, it, it looked like it had chocolate in it. And I was like, oh my God, what the fuck is that? And I couldn't figure it out. So I put him outside and he's like sitting in the sun. like Nights in white satin. He's sitting in the sun, just like. <laughs> Never reaching the end. So then I go upstairs and I find the empty bag and I'm like, I start crying. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> I've. I like how my favorite part of the story is that you start crying. I felt so awful because I like I've killed my dog. My dog is gonna die. I've killed him because there was chocolate. It was chocolate and chip we had cookie. Just come off a thing where yes. little dogs, little dogs, you gotta yes. be careful with little dogs. Yes. And so I texted my cousin who's a veterinarian. And I'm like, my dog is Eugene ate a cookie and he's so high right now and he was so high. She's like, you just can't leave him alone. You can't put him near stairs. He's gonna have a crazy afternoon. And you just have to let him ride it out. If he threw up already, he's okay. he's gonna be okay. It actually might be the best thing that ever happens to him. He is really chill now. Well, and he's also, chilled the fuck out. Also, I think, he's gonna be like, maybe I shouldn't be eating people's because that food because that me could fuck up. you up. Oh, I, I'll show you a video of him. Uh, we had a video of him. Uh, <laughs> we played um, Stairway to Heaven for him. Dilated was he? Like, oh yeah, like he had yeah. saucer eyes, and he was just like. <laughs> Oh, I felt, I felt, or because I kept him like. Was he barking slowly? No, no, no. But he couldn't walk. Like he was like. Yeah, well, he's a corgi. Like no, 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 more than normal. He couldn't walk. It was, it was very bad move on his mother's part. But how and what did um what did Adam do to rectify that situation? He just sat with him. Oh wow, he looks fried. But his eyes are huge. They don't get squinty eyes from it. No, they get bigger eyes. Yeah, his eyes are bigger. His eyes are fucking He's huge. He's seeing shit. For the first time. <sighs> That's his first high. First and he puked right Oh, away. hard. Like the most puke I've ever seen. More than Dottie's puke. Did he look guilty when you came in? Like, No, he didn't. Like, and then like, because I, I was unloading groceries and I turned around. I'm like, what the fuck is that? I'm like, oh my God, who puked? And then I realized it was he Eugene. He must have gotten into something. That's my diagnosis from... That's Dr. Kathleen. That's Dr. Kathleen. And then I found out what he got into. It's a lot easier when you know what they got into to decide what you're going to do. How many milligrams was it? It was about 20 to 25. Because he vomited up a bunch of he it. He did. Right? He did. And and it was more more than the weed. It was the chocolate Thank that God I was worried about. Imagine if he didn't puke. Well, then I would have had to take him to the vet and make him puke. Because my cousin's like, if he hasn't puked, you have to give him like uh, some castor oil or something to make him throw up. And I'm like, fuck, I can't do something like that. And then, uh, but yeah, so like she, she, if he didn't puke, then I would have had to done it. But I told him like, no, he puked a oh ton. And Imagine she's like, now he's just going to be high. Clinic and being like, I'm, I, I. But everybody says this happens all oh, the time. For sure it does. Yeah. All the time. And I felt that's so why, guilty. That's why edibles are still sort of like. Bad. A gray area. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It's like it's not, you can't just, it's not fully sort of like, go ahead yeah. and make him and eat him. I felt so bad. But like the. I mean, those cookies are great. I was I took one and went to the Winnipeg Zoo, and I had the best fucking day of my life. Didn't just puke. walking around. Didn't puke, just walking around this zoo, high as a kite. I looked at the stingrays for like five minutes. Oh, this was the no, best. Imagine if you weighed 15 pounds and that happened. I know. That's a bit. He, a <laughs> lot more. Uh, 12. A lot more. Is he 12 pounds? Yeah, he's 12 pounds. Maybe 13. But like, I was, this is a totally off topic of Eugene, but. Uh, I was going into the butterfly exhibit at the <laughs> zoo and there was a volunteer there who I like clearly he was autistic and he was just he was explaining the butterflies and everything. And so this lady was in front of me with her daughter and uh, and he goes, he's telling her what to do when you get in. And, and then she goes, oh, he's like, there's not as many butterflies because we only have our, our we haven't brought any butterflies in. And then she goes, well, what happens to the butterflies that were there last year? He's like, they're dead. 
And I was like, I love this kid so fucking. I love. Did he work there? Yeah, or? he was like a volunteer. Okay. He was like sometimes when somebody says like, oh, no, he's he autistic, had like. I think like maybe he just came. He came to the zoo one day and he no. knew a bunch <laughs> of butterflies. And no, they no, were no. Like, he had like a vest on. He had like he was he worked or volunteered at the dead. zoo. But he was so. I love how literal. Yeah. I love how literal he was. And then like I was standing Autism right is there. Fun. It is fun. And I. They're just like the nicest, kindest people too. Anyway, but and like when things that are dead, awesome. they'll tell you they're dead. Yeah, and they don't say they passed away. No, they're like no, they're dead. They moved to another. <laughs> and also, what a dumb question. I know you're an adult asking a kid where do the old. Well, butterflies he was a go? kid. He was probably like in his twenties. Yeah, but when you're autistic, you're always a kid. I you guess know? you have like yeah, but like oh my god, it was I loved this kid. And then I I was standing like right there the whole time. I heard his entire spiel clearly. I heard it. And then I start to walk in. Did he goes, <laughs> no, I well, but I start to walk in. He's like, I have to tell you stuff about it. I'm like, oh, I heard. And he goes, like, I have to tell you. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I sat through his little spiel again and it was really fun. And, and he's like, he do you me. understand? He's like, I'm like, yeah, thank you. He was They're so dead. <laughs> you <don't> get <laughs> he was a good kid. We got to scratch this. It was less the question and more like that. They're dead. Don't you get it? They're dead. Yeah. Don't you understand what I'm trying to tell you? They are dead. This one's called Frogger. We could win up to 50,000. Um, We're never going to fucking do it. You know what else I discovered in Winnipeg? Uh, bidets. Like, <laughs> Not water? the old-fashioned ones, but like the new ones where you just put it on your toilet and it's like this little... I'd like to see a reverse bidet where shit <laughs> shoots into water. <laughs> Why? I don't know. It'd just be fun if like, if it was more shit. I need like, I wouldn't mind tricking a, like tripping up a bidet coin. and then having like your shitting and then more shit. Yeah. Like the shit that you just took fucking just, poof, just right back into your ass. That's you think the world deserves this? Here, you fucking take it. You know? I don't know. That's not The world needs more of that. Have you ever used one of those? Like, my friend, they had one from Amazon, but my friend has one called a Tushy, and she says it's great because you can get, it can be either hot or cold water. This one could only shoot cold. And it was at this person's house, and I'm like, I yelled down to them. I'm like, you guys have one of these things. They're like, yeah, use it. I'm like, I don't know if I want to use someone else's asshole cleaner. And then I was just, my curiosity got the better of me, and I was like, I turned it on and I'm very low, and I was like, ah! <laughs> and then I was like, how high does it go? Like and I'm like, you Fuck. don't like anal. I don't Whether like anal. water, penis, Fuck. anything, right? Well, water, I don't mind, I guess. Huh. I enjoyed myself with the water. I'm getting Get out of there, water. <laughs> Wrong hole, water. <laughs> Just slapping the water away. <laughs> yeah. Get that fucking, get that stream out of here, you sick fuck. <laughs> it's not your birthday, water. <laughs> Fuck off. Wrong hole, water. I told you a million times I don't do it that I way. I don't like that. I don't do it that way. But yeah, there's the best. It feels like you put it. It's so refreshing. It feels like you put a tick-tock tick-tack up need, your bum. Do you need toilet paper after it or? You you can dab, but you huh. don't. It's not a necessity. Like if you didn't have toilet paper, it'd be fine. You'd be totally cool. You wouldn't need You're it. You're just a more positive person than me. You know, I was talking to somebody about that. Like you're because you're positive. Um, just like who were you talking to about me? <laughs> uh, some some guy, some guy. I don't. He just he had a bunch of pictures of you and stuff. But we just got to we got to chatting, <laughs> and it was like I was like, because Kathleen lives like more positive. Like you're on, you know, if there's like a happiness scale, like, yeah, uh, uh, you're resting. Your resting happiness rate is like a three or four. Yeah. Out of whatever you want it to be. Even, mine is like a zero. Even I'm if always, I'm depressed, I'm still happier. Yeah. Like I'm always thinking something terrible is going to happen yeah. to protect myself against the disappointment yeah. that eventually will come. 
So like you're at a three. So 95% of our lives are spent at our resting worry rate. Yeah. And we get to decide what that is. Yeah. We get to decide if we're worried or not worried. So I decide like I'm really worried and I, you know, I'm waiting for everything to fucking everybody to die and stuff. And you're like, people don't die. But then, and then when something bad happens, you go way down. I don't go down as far as you when something bad happens. I, you know, but then when I bounce back up, I'm just bouncing up to my resting. I bounce up to happiness. Shitty disappointment rate, (laughs) you know? So it's better to be you. It is better better to be be me. Because the disappointments hit harder. Yeah. You know? And then you're not, you're expecting things to be good. So then when they are good, it's just a little bit good because you actually thought it was going to be good. Yeah. So there's a whole bunch of little mini micro disappointments when you're positive. Yeah. Because you're expecting everything to be so good. But I still think you're living better. Oh, well, I expect to win $50,000 right now. It's not going to happen. <laughs> Let's see who's right. Let's see who's right. Yeah, Sean's right. Fuck see how, this world. See how disappointing you are? Fuck see? this world. Yeah, and Sean's just <laughs> like, whatever. I like how I can see. <laughs> Told you we weren't going to win $50,000 on a $5 scratch and $3. win. $3. <laughs> I didn't even get a $5 today. I just chose Frogger. I'm going to pretend that I'm actually, uh, you know, somewhat clairvoyant. For yeah. That. No chance. Yeah. We're Frogger went up to $50,000. So you're in, you're at the comic service this weekend in the Edmonton. Comics, bringing it hard. Bringing it hard all, all weekend long. Unless somebody cancels me. No one's going to ever cancel you, Sean. You have nothing to cancel. You're right. <laughs> that's the best that's part. A, that's how pathetic I am. No, it's not about pathetic. It's just like you never want to get to be not much too, to cancel. Yeah. You don't want to get to that success where being canceled is an actual threat to your livelihood. Yeah. Or stuff from your past or whatever. Yeah, I guess yeah, if yeah. like we were successful, somebody could like zzz, dig go through the up. dig through oh, this for podcast. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Think about yeah. the things you've said, Kathleen. Oh, I don't remember half the shit I say. I'm high half the time doing this. <laughs> so. We would just delete all of it. <laughs> like if you had any kind of like heat or anything, you'd be like, let's take that podcast and throw it in the fucking trash. <laughs> it doesn't exist anymore. Because people would go back and be like, oh, Kathleen got that show? That's bullshit. Because <laughs> I listened to some of her podcasts and there was a lot of naughtiness. Oh, you either cancel your or you die. Either or, they're both not great things. Menopause. Menopause. Why is it called menopause? Why can't it be called girlapause? Why can't it call, be Woman-a-pause. called ladyapause? Women, womenopause, woman spelled with an X Y. <laughs> Geriatric pregnancy. <laughs> Isn't that horrible? That's hilarious. Just your pussy shooting out wheelchairs. I'm just some 90 year old woman giving birth to a 52 year old oh. man. Like, what does that mean? Fucking bullshit. I gotta go sell tacos. Fuck. Oh, yeah. I forgot about your taco selling days. Yeah. All right. Gotta go sell well, tacos. thanks for the podcast. Thanks, thanks for being for on podcast. my podcast. Thanks for being on my podcast. Thanks for being on Wendy's daughter. <laughs> Don't call me Wendy's daughter. <laughs> See, that's what I would do if I was a karaoke guy is I would make like little changes to oh, the songs to make that. everyone giggle. Everybody does that. Yeah. They're called parodies. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I know that. Thanks, Weird Al. <laughs> Weird Al the Comber. <laughs> thanks, Normal Al. <laughs> normal, normal Al Lacomber. Normal Al Yankovic Comber. <laughs> oh no, go sell a taco. <laughs> See ya.